the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Fridays, man. It's probably the phrase that pays, right? Yesterday, the markets were up. September is almost over. Today is National Coffee Day, which reminds me. Can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. It's a soda. It's a soda. Don't worry, people. It's not a um free coffee day. Reflect on that. Three billion cups of coffee being served today or not served or consumed is the right word, right? Go and figure that one out for in your own head for just a second. Three billion cups of coffee. Starbucks is on pace to open a new store in China every nine hours. Go and figure that one out in your head. Every nine hours, there's new Starbucks opening up. NASDAQ, S&P 500, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, all higher yesterday. September's ending is a little bit of a surprise. September is the month, not a surprise. Typically a pretty gloomy month in my experience. Ten-year treasury was back a little bit yesterday, down to 4.57%. That's down four bips. Bips being basis point. Tech stocks jumped yesterday. Um, All things considered, pretty good day. Meta had a nice day. Will people wear their Ray-Ban smart glasses, which are way cheaper than Apple's Vision Pro 1s, which come out later this year at 3500 bucks a pop? Is Apple pricing themselves out for sure on the first year? That's a developer's price to consume. Something still tells me in a year from now, Apple's going to be selling more stuff on your face than Facebook will. Heard an interesting commentary yesterday from an analyst talking about Facebook, i.e. Meta, and Google, i.e. Alphabet. You should start paying a dividend. When that happens, there'll be a little bit more love for the stocks long term. There's stocks that I own that I don't care about their equity price. I care about the income. Netflix sent out its last DVD today after 25 years of stuffing those red envelopes. Watched an interview with the uh, one of the original founders, not Reed Hastings, but the other guy. And what was interesting about it was... Uh, People were interested in what was the very first DVD that Netflix ever sent out. 
And it was Tim Burton's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Don't say it three times or you might end up at a theater with Lauren Bobbert. <laughs> Not even funny two weeks later, is it? Netflix rendered that the blue and gold monster of a company was obsolete make, by making it easy to rent a DVD online. What was interesting was I was watching the one of the original founders and Blockbuster was a huge company. There was a moment, and, and it was at its prime in my 11th and 12th grade of high school and maybe first year of college where you would, on a Friday night, instead of going to the movies, you would ask a girl like, hey, you want to watch a DVD? Or if that failed, you'd, watch, you'd tell your buddies, hey, let's go, uh, not, not a DVD, but even a VHS. You want to go rent a horror movie? And you would shop for 45 minutes and you'd be like, oh, all the good movies are taken. And you, you'd find something. Anyway, um, Blockbuster was huge. And Netflix killed them. Netflix originally had to go to Walmart to buy their movies in bulk. And then Walmart said, you know, this, this is getting ridiculous. You can't keep doing this. Pretty interesting, right? Uh, the original founder said that he and Ray Hastings had like not a contest, but a thing going on to come up with a, a business idea. Personalized shampoo was a no. Personalized shampoo. Think about that for just a couple of seconds. I maybe it's the yes now. You know, it's like I don't know if you're thinning hair or blonde or curly. Like I get where they were trying to go with it, but that you got to fail to win. You got to fail to win. Sometimes you take a pie in the face. Sometimes you're hip deep in pie, and I love pie. Netflix was the United States Postal Service fifth largest customer at one point in time, processing 1.2 million DVDs weekly. It generated $2.6 billion in profit between 2012 and 2019, which Netflix used to invest in streaming and make original content like The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Do we, are we sad that Netflix DVD service is gone? Do you, have, do you remember a favorite Netflix show or DVD that you had? Mine is The Sopranos. I got to California in 2001. And I never watched a show uh, episode of it. I was so busy in the late 1990s. Starting my company, getting it going. And just watched it. Just nonstop binge watched it. And at my uh, place of work, I would have two DVDs before they had a three DVD a week service. Uh, I would They would come on Fridays. I would watch them on the weekend, drop them in the mail on Monday or Tuesday. And I'd have a whole new six hours to watch on Friday. Do you have that? Was it the Lord of the Rings for you? Was it the Parrot Trap? Was it Talladega Nights and watching every iconic funny scene five times? I don't know. You tell me. But let's tip our head to Netflix and say, hell of a business. Um, I like how Uber's rolling. Uber just announced that you can now reserve for a flight. And what's interesting about this is not the flight going to the airport. 
but you'd have an Uber waiting for you when you come back from the airport. I'm going to Vegas this weekend to see the Sphere and you 2 open up. And a flight comes back Sunday. Let's hypothetically say 3 p.m. Oh, but let's say there's there's weather and I don't get back until 6. My Uber will be waiting for me at 6. That's kind of cool. It tells you that it's a big logistics company. I really don't care about this story, but I'll throw it out. GameStop named Ryan Cohen, its new CEO. One. He's the billionaire activist investor who had been servicing, uh, who made a lot of money when it got shorted. Uh, so he's been serving as the game retailer's executive chairman. He bought a stake in GameStop in 2020, then he joined the board the following year at the height of the meme stock frenzy. If you were to give me a couple dollars, I'll give you a couple dollars on a wager. GameStop, as far as a business, will be shutting more and more stores. The Mississippi River is becoming more salt water because of a lack of rainfall. California had its droughts a couple of years back. Wildfires. Now the Mississippi's having issues. What's that tell you? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking money invested more. Diane Feinstein has passed away. I bring this up because you're going to hear about it sooner than later, probably all weekend long. She accomplished quite a bit in her life. I know that she was the first mayor of San Francisco, first woman mayor of San Francisco. She was the first woman elected to the Senate from California, which I think is one of the greatest state in the country. I believe California leads the country. Feinstein was also the first woman to chair the Senate Intelligence and Rules Committee. She was the first woman to hold a ranking member position in the Senate Judiciary Committee. I know that over the weekend, a lot of people are going to talk about her age. So I just want to remind you that she was the first woman of San Francisco, the first woman mayor of San Francisco, the first woman elected to the Senate from California. She was around when George Moscone was slain. Um, And Harvey Milk in San Francisco. There's some really cool photos. One thing that I like to do when someone who is iconic as her physical image is today, 
is I like to look at their iconic images when they were younger. She's done a lot for women. With her quote, I recognize that women have had to fight for everything they've gotten, every right. So I must tell you, I try to look out for women's rights. It is a line or a quote that is not lost on me. And I came from a family that had a mother, stay-at-home mother, who never, quote-unquote, got a W-2 form. Dead at 90 years old. In 1992, she was named the Year of the Woman. When she broke into, as a centrist Democrat, into the Senate, she broke gender barriers throughout her whole career. She was trailblazing for LGBTQ plus rights, which I don't know how I politically stand on that other than to say every human being deserves a good life. So anyway, Diane Feinstein, dead at age 90. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Um, high net worth person. Approaching retirement. My goal is to get you to be a high net worth person. 25 years ago, my goal was to beat the poop out of the stock market. And now my goal is to get you to be a high net worth person. Retirement planning is a little bit more complicated than wealth accumulation. We still play with terms that are vague to many of us, like... I want $1 million when I retire. A high net worth person in the 1990s is still worth the same dollar figure, even though inflation's come in. It's generally accepted to be anyone with at least $1 million in cash or assets. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, who oversees the investment world in the United States to try to cut down on fraud, and manipulation. They consider anyone with 750,000 investable assets or one and a half million in net worth to qualify as high net worth. Sadly, there will be more posts this weekend on Yahoo articles about Donald Trump's hair than there will be on what a high net worth person is or what the SEC is. Household consumption falls each year by an average of about 80 basis points when you retire. That is a vague concept that many people can't understand. You lose eight-tenths of 1% of your wealth. Consumption. You're consuming less. In theory. Now, again, some people... We're going to be way above that. The IRS allows you to contribute $20,500 to a 401k this year. $6,000 to an IRA. That number ratchets up. It was $18,500, which I said earlier this week, and I totally, you know, fogged on that, that memory. People over 50 can contribute an extra $6,500. So we're allowed to save $27,000 a year if you're over 50. And yet, high net worth is $1 million. 
So that $27,000 has to work and it works by becoming part of corporate America, by being part of the companies that you love or hate. I know there's a lot of people who hate Apple. In the 90s, I was a PC person for sure. But I still bought shares of Apple, which is kind of funny. Because I saw their market penetration at 1% to 2%. And Bill Gates owned everything. Apple owned little. And I dated a woman, Juliet. She was the love of my life. She was a woman I should have married. I could have married. I should say she was a love of my life. I've had many loves in my life. My spouse I'm going to Vegas with is probably going to hit me over the head with a loaf of bread today, right? Um, she was a Mac enthusiast. And I remembered for Christmas one year, I used every penny that I had to buy her one of those stupid Macs. That was like a, a color. Do you remember the color Macs? There were these big monitors that had the computer inside of them. And if you don't, like, like it's some, maybe this weekend you can, instead of looking at Diane Feinstein pictures from when she was younger, I think she's a pretty good looking woman. Like, I love photos that are black and white that are like, wow, that's what people used to dress like. Um, it catches my eye. Go look at old, old Apple product and you'll be like, man, they really hated Microsoft because they don't want to be anything like the boring uh, feel. This year, next year, and the year after, I'm going to look into long-term care insurance for my spouse. I'm a little bit older than her, but uh, she's in much better shape than me. She hasn't worked as hard as I have. She doesn't get up the early hours that I do. So as I've gotten wealth, I now know that I can manage it with consumption drawdowns. I've maxed out everything I can. I'm going to start looking into other scenarios on top of my current one of creating wealth and then managing wealth. I'm going to start studying more about required minimum distributions, Roth conversions. I'm going to look at qualified charitable distributions. And like I said, long-term care for her. I'll fund my own. But when push comes to shove, I want her to have insurance to cover hers so the kids don't have to make the decision on what to do. Do we give mom the best care ever or do we skip on the care? Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archived podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. So, Diane Feinstein dead at age 90. She worked till she was 90 years old. That's trippy, right? When I was looking at her... Um, life I was kind of like transposing myself into it I own California real estate I'm worth a lot more than I ever dreamed of I own stocks in the tech world I'm worth a lot more than I ever could have dreamed of Um, I'll have Nancy Pelosi like money when I pass Um, if I live in and it goes to show you that investing in, and she owned mutual funds, so let's not get too cynical here. She's not. Nancy Pelosi's husband catches a lot of flack properly because he owns individual stocks. And his spouse gets to craft legislation that can send hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars to companies like Tesla or Lucky Martin. 
and they get a lot more information when they're crafting legislation than you and I do per se. But um, I think her life should be looked at on a financial level too. It's like she owned part of a hotel chain. Um, that's quite impressive. Um, it's a roadmap to how to create wealth, stocks, real estate, entrepreneurial vision. Did she have some insights along the way that should make us all cynical? I don't know. But that's a big story. Now Gavin Newsom's under a lot of pressure to appoint the right person to replace her. Because she was going to run. She was not. She was going to step down in next year's elections. And whoever he puts in will be an incumbent in theory. A lot of pressure on Newsom man who might be running for president in 2024. A lot of the trusted sources that I look at think that Biden, if he slips a little bit more, or if he decides this ain't worth it, if something happens to Trump and he doesn't have to beat Trump again, a lot of people think Biden will give his electoral votes to somebody. Or that he can pull out by the summer and, uh, say, I'm endorsing this person. It could be a show next year, which brings me back to what I do. Um, right now, we're dealing with the government shutdown. It's going to shut down this weekend. And that is unbelievably stupid. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to give it to you like your college kid. Say you're a parent and your kid's in college and your kid spends $2,000 on an iPhone or $2,000 on a trip to uh, Coachella. And he puts it on a credit card. America has a credit called card called U.S. Debt. And we are the gold standard of the world. We get the lowest cost of money over every other country in the world. That may not be true. There may be another one or two that has perfect credit. But the idea is we're shooting ourselves in the foot. It's like your college kid puts that $2,000 trip uh, to Vegas on his credit card. And then he gets back. He goes, you know what? I don't have the money to pay it or I don't want to pay it. A lot of times I remember in college having a credit card and going, you know, I, I could certainly send in the minimum payment, but I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to study tonight. And then you miss that payment and your credit gets stinged. And you go to buy a house and instead of getting a mortgage rate for 5%, you're getting it for five and a quarter percent. You're like... Why is the guy right next to me getting it for 5%? It's worth a question. Oh, by the way, I watched the, the greatest thing on YouTube a couple of days ago. I do like late night comedy. Uh, I like the late night comedians, their monologues. I don't really like the shows. I don't like the guests, but I like the monologues. So I Googled greatest um, Conan O'Brien episode. And it told me to watch, there was one time that he had only kids in the audience. And it's pretty funny because uh, he starts out with a OG joke. <laughs> the kids start booing him. And the whole show is kids that he brings on. And now my next guest is CNN's money analyst. <laughs> and the kids obviously are boo. They want the pet guy. Oh, and. He's not like buddy analysts. 
totally committed to an audience of 10, uh, 12 year olds. And it, it's pretty funny to watch on YouTube if you get a chance. Beautiful thing about YouTube, right? I bring that up because Jim Gaffigan must have been a writer on his show. I didn't know that. And every now and then I talk like Jim Gaffigan, like, well, I don't understand why Nancy Pelosi uh, is like still running for Congress at 90. She needs a walker, huh? Every now and then I go into that voice and that reminds me of a Jim Gaffigan voice. Well, well what about Hot Pockets? But he was a writer on the Conan show and he was skinny in that kid's show. And I was like, did not know that. He must have gained, like he must have gone from 180 to like 260. From not famous 180 to famous. Do you know what I'm saying? Government shutdown is coming at a bad time, in my opinion. I've seen numerous government shutdown fights. There was a famous one where uh, Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan would go to an Irish bar in Washington and hammer out their differences. Like, that's back in the 80s. The 2013 shutdown was remembered for Ted Cruz's rendition of Green Eggs and Ham on the Senate floor. About his misguided effort to defund the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. The most recent shutdown, parts of 2018-2019, was an effort from former President Trump to secure more funding for his proposed border wall. This time it's we're spending too much money, which... For 100%, whatever side of the aisle you're on, our country spends too much money. It's embarrassing. But again, we have that low-cost debt. Now, two things are going to kick us in the in the, the gonads or the doodads or the family jewels right now. In the last two years, interest rates have gone from almost nothing, i.e. the U.S. government could borrow at almost no cost. Just pay us back. To where it is now, 5%. So when Biden or Trump borrows a trillion dollars for a wall or for the Affordable Care Act or for the infrastructure plan, borrowing at 0% or a quarter percent or 1% is way the heck better than borrowing at 4, 5, 6%. A few select Republicans are opposing the blank check for Ukraine and they want lower spending levels. Um, I think we could all kind of agree on lower spending levels or like at least spend the money wisely, right? And I'm not talking about Ukraine there. I'm saying like, let's not build a plane that costs $560 billion to only find out we don't like it. Let's not order a hammer that costs $600 to find out you can buy it at Home Depot for six. So that's looming pretty large. And you know what? If it lasts a week or two, Wall Street's going to have a very upset stomach. And what happens when you have a very upset stomach and you get a bad number? You vomit. My puppy, 0110110, had an upset stomach yesterday. Couldn't keep anything down. And my spouse kept feeding her. I'm like, every time you feed her, she's going to throw up. You may want to feed her a little bit less to see if she can hold it down versus feeding her a whole meal to make her happy. Wall Street... If history is a reminder, might get upset in the next two weeks if there's a two-week shutdown. Does that mean I'm going to sell all my stocks? Nope. Because if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have. It should be political suicide to not get a budget through. 
Sadly, it's not. But is if you're going to intentionally hurt your credit, I just don't get it. It's like I said, when I was in college and I'd be like, I, I owe American Express or I owe Visa Capital One. Minimum payments, $25. Oh, what should I do? And I do nothing to not pay it. And my credit got bachungad. Fed's preferred inflation rate rose today at the slowest monthly increase since 2020. This is called the personal consumption expenditure, the PCE. It grew at 3.5% year over year. That's up from 3.4% the month before. So month to month is different than year over year. On a year over year basis, it looks lovely. On a month over month, it's going sideways. It's about as good as you could expect. It should make the Fed into a happier place. Not sure if I can speak for them, but last year at this time, we were talking probably 5% on the rise to what we essentially see as 6.5% on the core CPI. Now it's coming back down, 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 down. It's how much we're consuming. Markets are now pricing a 67% chance the Fed doesn't raise rates this year again, up from 57% a week ago. So in the last two weeks, we've been worried that the Fed's going to continue fighting inflation with higher interest rates. Today, the odds just got a little bit lower that they will not raise rates. Again, a jump from 57% to 67%. Two-thirds chance they don't raise rates. Are we prepared for a last three-month rally in the market? I do think we are. I think the odds favor it without higher interest rates. Uh, that's where it gets tricky, right? We don't know if the Fed is truly watching this number. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. On occasion, remember how good you have it. At least 52 people were killed and more than 50 injured in a suicide attack at a religious gathering in Pakistan. Um, oftentimes I say I was lucky to be born to parents that expect me to go to college. Seeing that my mother never went to college and she actually thought she could get pregnant by sitting on a toilet lid. I'm pretty fortunate to think that my parents expected me to go to college. My father was an orphan. He had every reason to hate the world. He was never adopted. And yet he still had an expectation for me to go to college. We had something in our house called the junior senior pressure where he really ratcheted up the stress that he put on you right before you finished high school. And it sucked. But now that I have a kid in high school, I kind of get him. I don't want to repeat it. I want to develop that idea and and make it my own and not pressure, but um, support. When that boy graduates high school, I'm going to be a dad who cries. Because it takes a lot to get a kid through high school and potentially where he can take care of his own life. A couple other stories I want to hit while we have time today. Um, Bill Ackman spoke yesterday at CNBC's tech conference or whatever conference it is called Delivering Alpha, i.e. performance. 
He said he's bullish on the Ukraine post-war. Interesting. Would you invest in Ukraine post-war? I think the world's kind of fallen in love with Ukraine and their people. Or at least that's what the media. He thinks risks right now include energy prices. He thinks rates could keep moving on government shutdown and lack of government data. When the government shuts down next week, we're not going to have our first time. We're not going to have our employment numbers on Friday. Ackman sees structural inflation above 3% for a very long term. He thinks we'll have massive fiscal stimulus. I guess maybe that could be including what we currently have. But we still have massive deficit spending, infrastructure spending to come. Former U.S. Treasury Mnuchin should have issued more debt when rates were low. Ain't that the truth? When you can get a mortgage at two and a half, three percent, shouldn't we all have bought 10 houses? Hindsight is 2020. Ackman would not be shocked to see 30 year rates well through the 5% barrier and 10 year approach 5%. That can happen in the short term. He's not negative on stocks. He thinks the key is holding companies that have pricing power that can do well during rising inflation. He owns a lot of royalty type stocks. Inflation is ultimately the friends of these type of stocks. When a company like Netflix raises can raise price from eight bucks to nine bucks to ten bucks, when they inflate their prices, we go, that's bad for the consumer. But when you own that company, when you're Coca-Cola and you raise prices from 25 cents to 50 cents to a dollar to two dollars for a soda, it equals good things for earnings over the long term. Especially if you can manage your costs. Bill Ackman said that Google is his most recent purchase at 120 bucks. He expects them to be a dominant player in AI for the long term. Totally agree with that. When Diane Feinstein passed away this morning, I Googled Diane Feinstein net wealth um, and got a lot of information on it. Earlier this week, I did a story that I think is pretty darn enlightening on children. It costs more money to give a kid a new vehicle to drive per year than it costs to send your kid to in-state tuition. It costs more money to have a nanny or a daycare center with your child than it does to send them to college. Our country, a lot of people ask me about unions and my opinion on unions is I, I think Ford and GM, they, they can't afford to give their workers $160 an hour. I understand their CEOs make whatever million, but you give the employees that money for basically assembling a car, which is a low education job it's a manufacturing job we've sent most of our manufacturing jobs overseas through the years and we've encouraged people to go to college jobs i think if you pay someone 160 bucks to assemble a car you're looking at a car that there will be no more thirty thousand dollar cars all cars will start at a hundred thousand dollars and that's bad for people who are police officers and teachers Instead of Biden going to the union and picketing, I would have preferred Biden say, let's raise the minimum wage for every employee in the world, in the country. Let's do it two bucks a year, every five years. That would solve a lot more wealth disparity in the United States than the union winning a situation that causes cars to go up in price. Again, I'm not knocking the union. I totally get fight for everything you can get. And I, I don't knock a billionaire 
he earned it. Usually, unless you inherit it from your daddy. Um, I don't think there's any right answers in, in economics. I just think there's compromises. Sit on that one for a little bit. The average American makes about $65,000 a year. And I keep telling you that you need a million plus dollars for retirement. And a general rule of thumb is you need to save 10 to 15% of your salary. If you make $65,000 a year and you go for a 6% return, how much money would you need to save? I think we're asking people to make, to do too much with too little, if that makes any sense. You would need to save about $996 a month. If you start at age 35. So a million dollars for retirement, 10 to 15%. Uh, it's a long-term game. 30. You need to save almost $12,000 a year. It helps if you start earlier, but I don't expect people to start earlier than 35. That's kind of my wiggle room for now you're starting way too late. Anyhow and anyway, have a great weekend. Think about the government shutdown. It will not last. It too shall end. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Saturday, October 28th in San Mateo. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Saturday, October 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Crown Plaza in San Mateo. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.